Got me on the speaker. What? Got me on the speaker. What? Got me on the speaker. What? Got me on the speaker. Okay? As we go live with the Freak, freak Show Jam. Jam. What? As we go live with the Freak, freak Show Jam. Woo! I don't know how the boo started to come out, but. Woo! Right? I had a gruel moment. V! Hey! V for victory. Victory! Victory. Is there anything we have to be victorious about? Baby, this is episode 41. Victory! Yeah. Victory! Woo! <laughs> so, um, I mean, y'all already know. It's the Freak Show Jam with your boy Cyrex and your girl Super Elsie. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, I was going to say, I thought you were going to join me in that. So, um, first news of the day, my back hurts like hell. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know what sleeping funny is as far as like position wise for my body. I wish that I had like some kind of, but you know what, baby, we're getting older. So, I mean, one, like you, one wrong breath and that's it. Yo, Call it a day. But chill. Like, <laughs> I love the patient that the, the, the had like, no, it's, like one wrong it's breath. It's not that and, severe. You're dead. Jeez, it's not it's not quite that severe yet, mm. but no, I've I've struggled with like back pains honestly throughout my life, at least mm. throughout at least since my since my adolescence. Maybe it's your mattress. Maybe, but the thing is that when I got a new bed and like had you know had the mattress that they had before, like I just put new sheets on it. No, you need a new mattress. I guess so. Yeah. Man, I'm gonna need one of them new styles, man. What's, what's up with that purple one? I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to like stack up for that purple one. You should really look into that. That, that looks like a good, good uh, mattress. I heard it beats the living hell out of that Tempur-Pedic. I've heard that too. I've heard that too. Damn! Like Which when is... we get older, we start researching different shit. Like before, I used to like research boy bands. Now we research the comfort levels of mattresses. I have to do much research. I mean, I was researching air fryers the other day, and then voila, I bought myself an air fryer. To be fair, you don't have to do much research on air fryers either. You gotta, you just gotta watch like at least at least one infomercial, one infomercial of each one, and then a couple comparison videos on YouTube. Mm. That's all. And whichever one Eric Thies is behind is the one you want. Yeah, I know I joke about how that dude like pronounces every letter of the word, but he seems like the real fucking deal when it comes to when it comes to that when it comes to the kitchen. He seems like like hey the oh. He seems like no okay, I I I think that's the wrong nomenclature. Okay. But it's like you know when you when you cook food under pressure and you get more flavor. Like that, that kind of pronunciation <laughs> is what I'm talking You've been watching a lot of infomercials, haven't you? Because even do the face, too. <laughs> Baby. Well, I mean, I've been at your house, and sometimes you guys are just watching infomercials at QVC. Like, it's just playing in the background. It's because, like, I'm there watching something on my computer while I'm eating, and, and, um, what's it called? My mom and my stepdad, they're just... They really like QVC. I don't know. I think I think he I think he he only likes I, I think I think he's kind of like me where it's like I'll only watch like I'm only I'm only going to get enthusiastic about QVC um when the 
when they're showing an infomercial about ooh, let me let me since we're parked, they buckle up before this starts sounding. <laughs> yeah, so I'll only you know invest energy in QVC if they're showing an infomercial about something related to food, like an air fryer or a pressure cooker, or that Traeger grill. That Traeger grill looks like looks like it's out of this world. What's it called? The Traeger grill. Interesting. Yeah, Traeger, like Chris Traeger from Parks and Rec. Oh, is somebody gonna try to get out? Yeah, I, I don't understand like why people do some of the things they do in this lot. I mean, if she wants to get out, she can go on the floor front. Look at this! Look at this! Um, on, this pickup. You um, was here before me. Yeah, I guess so. This bitch is on her phone though. Uh, but yeah, look at this. Uh, this this freaking who um, the hell, pickup. Who the hell fits in that spot? That's a what bike, I'm saying. A golf cart. He's parked at. They're, they're parked as best they can. A golf cart. Golf cart. Damn. You right. The golf. The golf cart. Uh. Yeah. There. There. There be a few golf carts around here. That's yeah. all I'ma say. <laughs> um. And he does not live in a golf park. No. Um. Although there's a surprising amount of golf courses in Dade County, so. There really is a lot of them. There's there's quite a few. Unnecessarily a lot of them. There's one right by Killian. Uh, that one seems to have people. There's one on like, on uh, like, I don't want to say it's Little Havana area, but the airport. There's one by there, and um, it's usually empty. They that's what, next uh, to the water park that they open. That's always closed. McDonald Water Park, or is that no? McDonald no, that's, water that's park like, is in Hialeah. That's in Hialeah, yeah. No, it's... Uh, I don't even know what the name of that park is. I don't know. Yeah. But it's usually um, it's usually closed. Well, then. I, I think I went once. Once, and they were limiting my amount of time in the lazy river. That's whack. Yeah, they're like, you can only go around once. And I'm here like, you got all these floaties. Like, what do you mean I can only go around once? I was just going to ask if it was this. But no, it says it says Aquatica Orlando. The sign. Oh. On, on the sign. Looks like fun. Yeah. Let's see. When's the last time that I can remember going to a water park? It was the summer of '78. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I think it was. I think it was McDonald Water Park because I think there were a couple occasions where. When was that? That was in '05, back when I was a back when I was a camper at the summer camp that I later at which I later volunteered. That um, was the same year I went to McDonald's water uh, that camp. I was 05? a counselor though. Yeah. Nice. Look at yeah. that. Uh, what is it? Starcrossed? Starcrossed. Yeah. Starcrossed. So yeah, I have a problem with BK. I have a few problems with BK. But uh, well, like, yes, the- I have a problem. Okay, so BK continuously keeps changing their menu. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's like the, one of their big things they really changed their items and it's like okay you finally got it right stop fucking it up and another issue I have with them is their their chicken sandwiches are aside from the original chicken sandwich they're all breaded and it's like it's more breading than chicken it sure show, enough feels that way yeah so it's like I don't even know like right now when I was ordering lunch it's like I don't even know what I, the lady started laughing because I was like I don't even know what I want. It's like what do I want? You know they keep putting 
And, I mean, they all do it. They keep putting these promo items on there, and I guess they don't make enough or something like that. But it's like, you gotta, you, you look at that, you look at some of these menus and really think about, like, are people really ordering that whack-ass shit that you got on, that, that whack-ass number five that you got there? Or that whack-ass number six? Uh, no, nah, everybody's ordering the number one. Or the number ten. Or the number two, which is the That's double true. whopper. Oh no! Just, it, just I'm just I'm just you know kind of uh, throwing that out there because in number one the plate it's it's always the signature thing, right? Number two is always the basically the pinch hitter the the, the thing that people like second most, and number ten is usually the tenders or, or nuggets or whatever. Number ten is the original chicken sandwich at BK. Oh, in this case, yeah. Yeah. But remember when the nuggets at BK were good? They're so nasty now. They're so disgusting. Oh, and like for the past, like. 12 or so years they've been terrible yeah ever since the chicken fries came around but even the chicken fries they've also changed in quality yeah they like they've gotten smaller and they're like drier like y'all are putting way too much time in the frying mm-hmm. and and just i don't know the seasoning's not the same it really isn't bk's not what it used to be it seems like they just care less as time goes on is that their new slogan don't have it your way just care less <laughs> don't have it your way have it my way right that's basically what it is mm-hmm. yeah i mean you can't go wrong with mcdonald's mcdonald's you got the big mac you got the quarter pounder you got the nuggets and if you get the nuggets on right after they're done oh my god they're so good yeah but then um if you gotta like drive a ways to get back home then they're gonna be a little soggy yeah or um, you- the chicken selects though were way better the chicken select tenders they changed the name like a million times first it was oh, chicken the selects tenders. then chicken select tenders then buttermilk tenders oh the tenders the tenders are good the problem I have with the tenders is you gotta wait sometimes a while for them to be ready yeah like that time for my sister's birthday that she cancelled on us and she wanted McDonald's cause she was gonna go out and we waited 45 minutes for her tender. wow yeah I think you and I had just started dating that yeah, year yeah I remember that yeah um, that's funny but I feel like I feel like uh, you're right to bring up McDonald's because they do. I feel like they deviate the least. They really recognize they know what when works. something works. Yeah, they know what works. But they also, you know, like like with the chicken, like with the uh, the tenders, they they didn't seem to recognize either. They didn't recognize uh, how well that worked, or the executives are just adamant about not letting the tenders outdo the out, outdo the nuggets. Yeah, you, you know, could call them McTenders though. I remember McTenders. I like yeah, that. Because I'm sure it's because they have their signature McNugget thing that they've been they've been riding off of for like 50 years. Yeah. I remember when the McChicken was a meal. Yo. It was a number 10. And the McChicken was a was a, was a popular meal too. Yeah. Even I, though the McChicken's kind of eh. Really? I like the McChicken. I feel like the McChicken it, it does it tastes different from like how like and I learned this when I got the, uh, honestly, when I started having McChickens more often, and when I got, I, I can't picture you eating a McChicken because of the mayo. No, obviously I got it without mayo. Oh, okay. Um, you know, I would get it with just the lettuce and the chicken, and I would put some some barbecue sauce, maybe some buffalo sauce on it. Fancy. Yeah. And my whole little spicy barbecue gourmet little thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pseudo like pseudo gourmet. Pseudo gourmet. Yeah, but I don't know. Something about that chicken patty. Hmm. Something about that chicken patty I don't fuck with. <laughs> and 
Have I, you had it recently? The most recent time was remember when I remember when I was trying the chicken McGriddle. Oh, I remember. They they put they definitely use the same patty as the uh, as the as the McChicken. Oh. It's basically a McChicken patty with uh, with two you know with two McGriddle buns. Huh. Hey, I want you to know that your neighbor in this house. Wait, where are you? You're over there. In this house. If it's not this one, it's the other one. Your neighbor has a little dog. And he basically walks the dogs here and just have them shit on people's, like, <laughs> driveways. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just throw that out there. That's pretty fucked up. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> it is fucked up, but I was watching him, and I was like, what is he doing? And he just stands in the sidewalk as the dog just go pisses on everyone's plants and shit. <laughs> and then he crosses the street over his house. So I'm like, all right, I know where you live. <laughs> was that the same one that when I, when I, when I came outside, he was like, carrying the dog yes yeah and taking the bin in yeah that's him <laughs> i love your face if he hears this he's gonna be he's gonna, be, he's gonna feel watched as fuck oh yeah i mean you live in a neighborhood dude you know you're gonna be watched uh yeah rather an association association um it's a community taco bell i think has been pretty bad with the uh with the no i think taco bell probably hasn't been that bad with the with the menu changes um, I don't think they've been bad. Their meat has definitely decreased in quality, though. You think so? Yes, drastically. Huh. Um, the chicken was pretty was pretty passable back in you know back when I was in middle school, and even early high school, like probably ninth and tenth grade. But then they took away the spicy chicken soft taco, and they brought they they then they they, they tried to like make right when they brought in the shred, the shredded chicken soft taco. But the there's something about that spicy chicken, man, that they have not matched since. And KFC is the worst perpetrator of this, of this, of these menu changes. KFC cannot seem to decide what the fuck they want their numbered menu to be, because the you know the meals, the the you know the the family meals, those those don't have numbers. Mm. Those are just the family meals. Um, what's it called? They got the they got the the five. Uh, do they still have the five dollar box? Yes. Well, the tenders have drastically decreased in quality. The bowl is still good. Uh, that's good. Mm. The the coleslaw is still good. That's good too. The mac and cheese is still good. Mm. The potato wedges are meh. Oh yeah. They were always kind of meh. The biscuits are eh. The biscuits are way more, or at least over, you know, over, as far as I've known, have been better than um, than Popeye's biscuits. Popeye's biscuits, you could, you could, they reek of that butter. Mmm, buttery. Ugh. Versus, <laughs> versus, what's it called? Um, KFC, like, the, you could tell somebody with some, somebody with a little... You know, with a little moderation, made that. Somebody who doesn't like butter. Maybe that too. Butter. Butter. Yeah. Butter bing, butter boom. Is that what he's saying? Butter bing, butter no. boom. <laughs> Goodness no. <laughs> wow. I love to say things inappropriately around Cyrex. Because he 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 gives me a look. He doesn't even look at me. He looks elsewhere because he's embarrassed for me. <laughs> <laughs> ay, ay, ay. 
It's also that my back hurts and it's hard to turn my head. You really got a stiff neck. Yeah. The uh, the ice and the cold and um, rather the ice and the hot shower did not seem to do enough. No. Um, but also remember back in the like late nineties when KFC had the had the strips the the, the honey barbecue chicken I honey barbecue that. chicken strips those were fire. KFC bring them back. KFC just needs to like go back to the nineties and then just like. You know, write down those recipes and not forget them. Do chicken, do chicken, what's it called? The chicken pot. No, what is it called? The chicken, chicken bo- pot pie. There, that's what it is. Chicken pot pie. It's a, it's pretty good too. Okay. Yeah. There maybe it's something about the fried chicken, which is not good because you know that's kind of two thirds of their whole thing. <laughs> well, really, it's their entire thing because they're not just in Kentucky anymore. That's why they go by just KFC. But you know what? <sighs> Kentucky Fried Chicken. There, they have their three types of chicken. Remember when they brought out the grilled? The gr- Oh that yeah. That was such a big deal. So they have the original. Yes, the original recipe. They have the crispy. The extra crispy. And the grilled. I usually just get original because it's it's it doesn't have as much batter. I usually get extra crispy just because I mean I like that cr- I like that crunch. You're basically eating batter, baby. I mean... And that you know what I got batter got? Butter. Hypocrite. Uh, that, that shit got cooked out. <laughs> shit got fried out. Nah, uh, um... Let me think. Popeyes or KFC, uh... What's it called? Tenders. Oh, no, just chicken in general. Popeyes or KFC? Popeyes is pretty. I just think Popeyes is, has a little bit too much. It's too too breaded. They can be a little too breaded. They can be a little too greasy. Yeah, I have. That's that's my issue with these fried chickens. That they can yeah. be a little bit too breaded. I really don't care much for breading breaded stuff anymore. Yeah, I gotta start getting. Um, I gotta start getting naked wings at at Hooters. Oh yeah. Yeah, because that breading that that their breading can be a little much too. Yeah. Especially when you take it to go. I went uh, last night. I met up with a couple of friends for dinner. And uh, one of my friends brought her daughter. Oh. And uh, Jania. She brought her daughter. She's so cute. Shout out Jania. She she is Jania in little form. She's just like her. Like sassiness and all. And um, I asked her, what are you going to eat? She goes, chicken wings, chicken wings. <laughs> and I go to Jania. She really likes chicken wings. She goes, she loves chicken wings. <laughs> she doesn't love chicken wings. Okay. Fine. <laughs> I guess you don't. Yeah, but she eats those wings like, wow. That's what's up. Yeah. She, she was cute. She, she's five. But she really loved those chicken wings. I'm not going to lie, though. I mean... Chili's chili's usually real with the wings. Um, I used to love the boneless buffalo wings as a kid. Mm. Then they started skimping on the sauce. Um, I, I used to get excited, honestly, to go to Chili's as a kid. Hell, I still get excited now. Oh. Um, I always loved their ribs. Um, I always loved their boneless buffalo wings. 
Um, the honey chipotle chicken crispers, they weren't as big for me. I remember getting them, uh, back at uni. Back oh, at uni? Yeah. Uh, back at FIU. Back at uni? Mm-hmm. All right, Canadian. Canadian boot. Is that Canadian? I don't know. Uh, I usually hear that with British people. Uni. Which we, I mean, we ought to use. Yeah, but they say it in the grassy too. Do they? Yeah. Oh. oh. I haven't heard it. I don't remember it. Who, who said it? Emma. Did she? Huh. So you're looking at our next, uh, our next episode is the only Emma plot of season nine prior to the movie. Is it the bike one? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. What is that noise? It's the cups. Oh. Wow, baby, you're a genius. Yeah, that motherfuckers rattle. Rattle in, rattle in. Not to be confused with rattle in. <laughs> rattle is a medication, right? Yeah, I actually um, I actually had a, 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 what's it called? A section made from Drumline who, um, <laughs> she apparently in high school went by Ritalin. Why? Because of her use of Ritalin. Oh. Yeah. A little bit of that ADHD. But did she use it, like, legal? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was prescribed to her. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I said, a little bit of that ADHD. Oh, okay. Cool. Um. Shout out to y'all ADHD yeah. listeners. And, yeah, no, it, it wasn't, it, it seemed, I mean, I'm sure somebody gave it to her, you know, um, in kind of an unwilling thing, but she seemed to, she seemed to, like, own it. Okay. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. Uh, she ended up switching. It was Danny. She ended up switching with, uh, well, not, not Danny the singer. Yeah. Or any of the singers, because there's like 10 singers in Dade County alone named Danny. Um, what's it called? Shout out all of you, especially Danny Walker, the homie. Um, what was I saying? Um, yeah, no, I got lost on that. I got lost on that one. <laughs> so, you know, in high school... I had a, a couple of friends that used to call me Spellcheck. And that became like a whole like joke for oh a couple of years, Spellcheck. Because, you know, I tend to notice right away when there's an issue with misspelling. So, Spellcheck over here. Yesterday, one of my coworkers, she's a manager of another department, she sends me an email. And she goes, Elsie, you're my walking thesaurus. My walking dictionary. I have a question. And I was like, walking dictionary and thesaurus? I like that. I'm going to run with that. <laughs> That's so long-winded, though. Yeah. She's like, she's like, I could give you a little term, and right away you know where to go, what to do with it. Okay. I was like, okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I remember um, when I was a kid, my dad used to have this little electronic dictionary. And it was, like, fun. You know, it was fun when it would, like, teach you little words, and it had little games on it, too. It was a cool little thing. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look um, look it up actually. It's an electric uh, electronic. It was an electronic dictionary. That's cute. Yeah, I remember like a I calculator. Used, I used to have a little blue dictionary that I used to carry around with me because you know every year they ask one in school. I never used them. Did you ever use it? Did they ever ask you to bring a dictionary to to school? Um. They did. Like, a, did you ever use it? Not really. Yeah, they made us like buy. I don't know. You know, I'm thinking back. Let's 
let's think about this. Yeah. School supplies. Mm. Preach. Preach. Okay. They make you bring a whole mess of pointless shit or purchase a whole mess of shit that you're not going to use in the year. You need to bring seven prong folders. What are they called? Dual, dually pronged folders. Oh my goodness. I don't even remember the names. All I know is the little folders, the little things in the middle. Seven in different colors. You need to get blue, yellow, red, green, another red for another class, another blue for another class. Right. Get seven of them. They keep insisting that you need something separate for everything. Right. So you have seven of them. Okay? Aside from that, you need five dividers per folder. So we're up to what? 35 dividers. Yep. Dividers are not fucking cheap. They're expensive. A little bit. Okay? And then you need to bring, basically buy a whole fucking tree for the paper that you're going to need throughout the year. That's facts. <laughs> Everything's, oh, you need to start, a, you, you need to put it on a new sheet of paper. Yeah. Fuck you. You're not, you're not studying with me. So, and then you have that. You need like a little, I remember, I mean, in elementary, I needed a little box or a bag to keep my crayons. I needed the glue. Of course, you know, I came from a, a low income family. Like when I was growing oh, up, I was a single parent home so everyone had crayola i had made in china okay my crayons hardly colored do you remember those did you ever recall seeing those they were like i might have when we weren't able to get yeah yeah, we weren't able to get some crayolas i had to be careful with my crayolas because i knew i knew i wasn't gonna get uh some new ones until like a few months yeah it was one of those like they wouldn't even color like color this red and my thing was pink because they didn't color um a ruler that I probably used the first week of school. Honestly, with the fucking rulers, just supply the goddamn class with rulers. And I don't mean I don't mean the teacher, but the now, school but district. But now it's worse because now they're asking for toilet paper, hand sanitizer, what? paper towels. Yeah. You know what? Toilet paper, I don't blame them for because that toilet paper in school is ass. Um. <laughs> 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 But yeah, it just seems like there's just a lot more Composition notebooks Can we talk about composition notebooks? We needed like eight every year Composition notebooks Starting with starting with high school Starting in high school Just turned into supplementary rhyme books for me Just turned into Because they weren't getting used as, At the rate that we that they there allegedly were slam were. books for us Ooh, nice. I remember we used to decorate them And like they became slam books between groups Do you remember slam books were? I only remember slam books from like TV shows, no. like Sister Sister and shit. I think for us, slam books weren't really like we weren't slamming anyone or talking shit. Were they just journals, or they were like journals between friends. We would like talk to each other, like oh today was my day. We would decorate it. You could see who's cute. more creative than who. I had one be- between a friend Veronica, who by the way, shout out to her. She just found out that she's uh, her and her husband are having a baby. Hey, congrats! They're having, they're having a girl. Um, but, uh, there's also, it was with her and somebody else. I, for the life of me, cannot remember who the other person was. It was the three of us. I don't remember who the third person was. I mean, don't bask in that too much. 
I mean, I'm sure they don't remember me either. I'm saying, keep going, like, oh. on what y'all were doing. But, yeah, we would, like, talk about our day and, like, comment, and then we'll share with it, and, like, in the class, we'll give it to each other, and then, you know, right over overnight, give it to the other one the next day. That's nice. Sisterhood yeah. of the Traveling uh, Notebook. Notebook. No, traveling Composition Notebook. That's cute. That's what it was. That's awesome. But, oh, my goodness. Please, that shit would not have flown in, in uh... When, when when was this? This was elementary school or middle school or this high school? This was already early high school. I think oh, we were freshmen. Oh, okay. Because I, 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 I was thinking, like, there was a... When there was a sub one day in third grade or fourth oh. grade. Ooh. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, we got into a little... Uh, we got into a little note passing, and some of them were a little... <laughs> some of them were a little... Um, Angry, I guess. No, just uh, just Baby. just mean. About the substitute? No, no, about each other. Yeah. How many were you passing it along with? Um, the whole class. The whole class ended up getting in trouble, but it, it was just a few of us. And yes, I was I was one of the, I, I I wasn't I didn't I I'm not one who would start with, but I can't lie, I did participate. Um. Yeah, and it was just like dumb shit, like um. You know, and you know what's it called? Uh, when you're in third grade, that's when you start. That's when you first start whipping out. Uh, that's when you first start whipping out like gay and lesbian as as insults, Aww. shit like that. So one hurled one at one one yeah one of the girls hurled one at me. I hurled one right back, basically. Baby. Yeah, I'm not proud of it. I am not. How old were you? I was eight, nine, eight or nine. You yeah. Should have known better. Right. <laughs> Cancel me. <laughs> I'm canceled. I'm canceling myself. <laughs> canceling your eight-year-old self. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, what's it called? Yeah, that was just dumb. Just dumb shit. I'm trying to think if there was anything. But they wrong. wrote us, like, so hard about just pa- just passing, just the note passing in general. Like, that te- like, my, f- I think it was fourth grade, actually. That fourth grade teacher, oh, I couldn't stand her. <laughs> like, third and fourth grade, they stand. Stayed snitching. They stayed snitching to my to, to my parents. When I was in middle school, there was this I don't I can't remember if it was seventh or eighth grade or sixth. It was sixth or eighth grade. I don't remember. It was middle school. And I remember that a, t- a, a parent, the teacher decided to have a parent teacher conference in the middle of fucking class. The girl wasn't even in our class. She was part of my grade. We all knew who she was. But she wasn't part of my class. But the teacher starts having, like, she gives us an assignment and she starts having a conversation with the parent. The parent and the teacher get rowdy. Oh, fun. Like, they start going back and forth. And, of course, the class sees this. Yeah. I think we're in sixth grade. We get rowdy. We all got fucking attention. What? Yeah. Like, we have to stay after school. For... For an irresponsible teacher having a fucking parent teacher conference during class? We ended up Nah, she should have she should have been sent she should have been sent home for the, at least the day without pay. Yes, dude. I remember Fuck that, that. I remember that she ended up um she said it was detention, but she just kept us like fifteen minutes after after school. And like a lot oh of people missed goodness. their bus. <laughs> Yo. I think I walked home I walked to my grandma's house that day. Because I, my bus wasn't gonna wait for me. Of course not. So she left. So I ended up walking to my. Because wait, is it, is it their response? Is it the bus driver's responsibility to walk to early class? And yeah. you know that's 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 the fuckery too. It's like, nah, on, on some real shit, teachers want some fuckery with that. 
Yeah. Oh, the bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. All right, then you gonna drive me home and explain to explain to my mom what the fuck you was doing. Yeah. Oh goodness, that Shit. reminds me of an episode of uh, Degrassi. The first few episodes from the early, the early season from uh, from junior high. From or junior f- high. Okay. What's the name of the one that was principal after? Um, uh, Radich. Radish when he's a teacher and it was like the Friday before a weekend he's the first one by the door with his bag the right? phone rings and he's just out yo that man would dash out yeah. that man was like listen my weekend is the is my favorite yeah my, my weekend is my baby and y'all 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 school children y'all my stepkids <laughs> oh goodness jeez man school was something else school was a fucking trip school and like was, just i hated middle school middle school sucked elementary school wasn't all that great i liked elementary school i was also a safety patrol i had to i, I wanted to be one but i, I didn't get couldn't get up early i took the bus <laughs> most of them most of them kids got dropped off by their parents also i took that's the bus kind of, too baby that's kind of how i learned well, no, actually, not, looking not, back, not elementary. looking back in on elementary, I was being raised around some yuppie ass kids. They like some of them, some of them, some of them people who lived in that area. They were they were clearly like families with money and yuppie ass kids. Yeah, yuppie. That's a funny word. It is. Yeah. No, I was a no. I, in, in elementary, I used to get dropped off. It was either by my mom or my aunt because my cousin and I were at the same school with Christina. Word. So it was either one of them dropping us off. But in middle school, I started taking the bus. That was Let's when I started see. with the bus, and I used to get picked up at my grandma's house every morning. Hey, um, at in from second through fifth grade, I would you no from second through like fourth grade really. I would usually take the bus. Uh, I would. I would almost. I would pretty much always take the bus to school, and pretty much always uh, from school. Hmm. But then in fourth grade, um, you know, after my parents split up, my mom had to start working a lot more. Right. So uh, she ended up putting me after school care. Yeah. And so I was in after school care from fourth uh, from fourth through the end of uh, elementary. Actually, really through the end of seventh grade. Yeah. No. And. Um I liked elementary. In third grade, uh, I had I had two really close friends then, Jessica and Noemi. Oh. And I remember we got pulled out of class once. And we were like, why are we getting pulled? What's going on? And they had us test. Got tested to be placed uh, in either advanced classes. And um, we ended up being moving to advanced classes. Nice. And um, I'm glad you're going in that direction because I, I definitely have some shit to say. Go ahead. Uh, and then in um, fourth grade was when I first joined the safety patrol. And then in fifth grade, uh, I joined them as well. But in fifth grade, I remember being the chief of the safety nice. patrol. Nice. Because I remember we used to have like a little marketplace. Or maybe, okay. Or maybe I'm... I'm Maybe this didn't happen. I just pictured it in my head. But we had a marketplace. We did have a marketplace because I had my own little business going on with little snow globes that we used to make. Nice. And we used to have fake money. They called it CG dollars. Citrus Grove. So the CG dollars. Um, fake money. 
it was yeah it was like we were saying like buy little things from other little businesses we had like um it was a oh okay CG yeah, you, you, yeah you had a little you had a little country yeah a little yeah so we um whatever money we made from that and then a lot of people had like different things like safety patrols got paid for their work nice for being at their post so i used to do payroll and I would put it in the system. I remember being in the computer lab. I think it was like every Friday, putting it in because I used to take attendance. I had to go around and make sure they're all at their post. That's dope. And check them off. Um, and then there was a, a point where I was also picking up attendance from kindergarten classes and first grade. Damn. I would leave like that. They was giving you. They was giving you responsibilities. I, I feel like I've always, I was, I, I was. What's the word I'm looking for? I was groomed to be a leader. Therefore, I am. (laughs) But yeah, I remember doing all of that. And and there are certain smells now, like crayons, Crayolas. The scent of Crayolas remind me of kindergarten. Do you ever get those little scents? Same, yeah. Glue. Not glue, not so much, but markers. Markers is another one. Um, Wet grass reminds you of band camp. Reminds you of marching season. A little bit. I mean, it's... (laughs) I marched Killian, where we, uh, where we marched on, you know, concrete. Oh no, we marched on grass. Be- well, because you know, there, there just was there's there just never been a lot of space there. Yeah, well, no, no, we marched on grass. Um, but the wet grass smell. Sometimes I walk and it reminds me of marching season. No, most times we were, if we weren't in the student parking lot, then we were in the uh, in the driver's ed lot. Oh damn. Yeah. And so you know, had to get all those timpani out there. Yeah, and the timpani stand because, let's be real, just having them out there on their, like, the wheels on them sucked. These were not well kept. The wheels on the timpanis didn't go round and round. Not, not, not particularly well. I remember also a couple occasions where, you know, we also kind of had to stuff the, the one truck we had. Right. The, um, one of the competitions, there were like two holes in my second tympanum. My second tympanum. Temp- oh, wow. Tympanum. Apparently in English is tympanum. I'm going to say it in Italian. Tympano. There's four tympani. Each one is a tympano. Yeah. Tympano. In Espanol. Yeah, and I used to call them one tympano, two tympano, three tympano, and super, and super tympano. One tympano, two tympano, three tympano, four. <laughs> a tympano. A tympano. Actually, Do you know what song that is? No. Oh, God. oh yeah, it's a clock rock. Yeah. Yeah, you're, that's where you're going. Um, incidentally, um, one time, I I can't remember the name of the song, but I loved it. It was an, it was an awesome thing. Uh, it was an awesome piece that we played in Symphonic Winds in senior year, and because I had generally taken a lot of timpani parts. Um, <laughs> Bixby writes Timp on the because he you know he'd write the name so he writes he writes you know uh, Lewis Brian because uh, B was in my you know he and I he and I were the leaders of that section basically uh, Giselle um, Raphael David Timp Wow <laughs> that was hilarious Wow not even your name. <laughs> He always mispronounced the hell out of my name. He and my my art teacher from middle school, Miss Rivera, for whatever reason, they both always said Manuel. There's an E there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, was it what the your the the lady in your in your class for a date used to call it? Oh my goodness. I remember you you would call me and I'll be like, all right, did she mess up your name today? <laughs> there was actually one occasion where I kind of snapped it. I'm like, yo, like, just this abbreviation is fine. Did she call you the abbreviation after? Generally, yeah, but there there were it's because that was like the third time that she has slipped up. I never, I never, I never like to just gave her the correct pronunciation. I would just tell her, just just call me by this name. Um, but yeah, I'll go, I'll definitely go into my little tangent about, uh, about gifted after, after our, uh, after a word from our sponsors. Baby. Baby. Do you want flan? I, I do, but I don't know. I want to mix it up a little. Do you want a choco flan? (gasps) I do. Then add some sweetness to your life. Follow at mama.lc.flan. That's my favorite flan, people. Your favorite flan, people. <laughs> Put some sweetness in your life. And we back. Update, I am still in a lot of neck and back pain. <laughs> yes. Let me, let me picture y'all a scenario here. He is sitting up against the wall with three pillows behind him. All very sitting, different pillows. Yes. You got the ball, you got a regular one, and then a fluffy one. And then he's just staring at me like he wants me to take pity in him. <laughs> now he's staring at me like, what the hell are you talking about? If you say so. I'm just kidding. I hope so. No, I am. Goodness. Yes. But I, he got a nice little massage. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. So we'll see how it goes. So, um, so before the break, I was talking about how, well, we were talking, we were talking about, uh, school and, uh, just going into like advanced classes and stuff. Mm. So. Were you in Gifted? Yes. Ah. Honestly, Gifted was kind of some bullshit because first of all. It is very evident that the um, what's it called that the people the, the 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 parents of of my fellow students and my own parents your fellow students and um you know were just they they definitely had a habit of feeling too good about themselves over their kid being a gifted mm. and I really feel like that fostered a really unhealthy. Uh, sense of comp- like a really unhealthy sense of competition. Yeah, like I feel like we were kind of unhealthily competitive against each other, to the point where we would kind of drag each other down, and I don't know. It just that's not good. Yeah, it just felt like it was a lot of assholery um, that I dealt a lot with. Of unnecessary pre- ple- uh, pressure. pressure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that pressure turned into you know, um. Oh, that pressure and the kind of concentrated praise, um, especially from a young age, you know, that wasn't really, I don't know, was, I, I don't know how to, I don't know how else to word it, but yeah, it definitely, 
I, I know that, that ho- all the whole being praised too much for being, like, quick at getting something. You know, like, when you... I feel like I was praised a little too much probably for just being able to... Quote-unquote, figure things out and just, you know, quickly. Because I, I think that's the whole thing that really... That really, um... You know, that really gets in people's heads about, quote-unquote, smart people or gifted people or whatever the hell. Um, the... You know, when you're a kid and you're getting all this praise for for figuring something out quickly. Hmm. Um, and you're kind of being directed on how to on how to operate. Like hovered over. I I know for a fact I was hovered over. You are? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Um what's it called? It just I think it I think it definitely has has a uh, the ability to kind of hinder, um, you know, independent thinking skills. Oh, look at that scam! Likely, no, thank you. Again? Yeah, this time's this time is from Naples. <laughs> I mentioned the word and then it happened, and apparently it never fails. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't know. It, just, it felt like a lot of pressure just from all directions. Like you hear the people, you hear the shit that people say about gifting. I, I'll never forget when I got. I was in middle school and I got. I got a C on a report card, and like my mom's telling the. You know, we're at we're at my elementary school picking my sister up because she at the time she was in third or fourth. Or, she was still there basically, so I. You know, I get the C, and then she's talking to the to the officer because she already she had built a rapport with him. You know, a little, um, with you know while I was still there, and he would stick around usually during after school care too when I was in after school care. Um, so, I remember her telling him about my grades, and he's like, he's just kind of I I'm, I mean I'm sure he wasn't that invested, but just the fact that he kind of just agreed with her. Yeah, kids and gifted should be just getting should only be getting A's and B's. Like, first of all, you're kind of saying that from an other perspective, which means you don't know the pressure. Mm-hmm. Second of all, y'all y'all were grown already. This was this was oh four oh five oh six. They were grown already. School has changed so fucking much. Even even until even up to the two thousands, like. Th- like that's a, that was a what I'm sure that was a drastic in 04, change. Oh four, oh five, oh six, oh seven. Oh well, four through oh seven was my middle school time. That's what I'm saying. It was a middle school report card, but we were there because we were picking oh, up. We were picking oh, up my sister. Sorry. These these times, these years, always blow me, blow yeah. my mind a little bit because you're like, I was in middle school and I'm like, shit, I was graduating high school. <laughs> I mean, don't bask, don't bask too much in that either. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> but yeah, it just um I don't know, people people weren't as nice to each other as we could have been. I felt like I felt like kids were just a lot nicer back in back in kindergarten and first grade. Before competition kids set in. And don't get me wrong, some of that was coming around even in first grade. I remember a few mean kids in my class in uh you know, at uh at FS Tucker. Yes, yeah, so that was the first elementary school that I went to down in, uh, here in Florida. Stucker. <laughs> Stucker. Um, 
Yeah, I, I remember a few mean kids there, but I, I I don't know. It just it just seems to kind of go into overdrive. Once I was in in gifted classes in first grade, and then when I moved to the uh, to the main elementary school that I was in from second through fifth grade. Huh. Yeah, this, the the one I was in in first grade didn't have a full time gifted program, so it was it kind of ended up being double the work, honestly, because I had a regular class and a gifted class. Which looking back was some real bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I feel like... You were in gifted all throughout... From first grade through the end. First like, grade? Yeah. You were in gifted in first grade? Yeah. I was an easel. Huh. Were you? Yeah. Huh. Because my first language is Spanish. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. So automatically they put me in easel. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I guess... Uh, I guess I alluded that because my first language is Spanish. Did you really speak Spanish when you were little? Yeah. Huh. I remember. I distinctly remember times, you know, like when I was little, um, walking like, you know, walking with my mom, holding her hand and shit like that. Having and I was speaking Spanish, Spanish to her. Yeah. Huh. Or, um, you know, certain family members. Like, honestly, I remember that really being, well, that was, that was a couple of years later. I think my sister was just born. And by then, my, because my dad didn't speak English when I was little. Like, before, oh. before my sister was born, he didn't speak any, he didn't really speak any English. Once she was born, he, he also just so happened to really want to, really want to up his English. So, he kind of, yeah, so it, he, he, he basically, he passed, a, he passed a law in our Congress. Because he was speaker, he was speaker of the House and, um, and majority leader of the Senate. Oh. <laughs> So he passed the law, say basically basically pushing just English in the house just so he could learn, and as a result, my sister didn't get anywhere near the exposure to Spanish that I got. I've never heard your sister speak Spanish. Actually, the first time she heard me speak Spanish, she looked at me and she goes, "You speak Spanish?" I was like, "Yeah." It's like I speak Spanish, very proper too. It's always fun, like, when I have, like, a conversation with some of my clients in Spanish, one of their main questions is like, oh, how old were you when you came to this country? And I'm here like, I was born here? <laughs> I am American? <laughs> By birth? Goodness. Yeah. That's kind of messed up. Yeah. That's kind of really messed up. Like, yeah, like, what age did you get here from your country? I'm like, no. Nobody asked that to Amish people. Mm-mm. And they came here. Ay, ay, ay. Hmm, you thought, y- y'all, some, somebody, at least one listener thought, I was going to say nobody says that to Native Americans, right? Except they, except we probably did. Americans probably did. Well, you know, Americans who are non-Native. National Americans, I think, I think is, the, is the best way to say that. I have a weird song in my head. Sweet Caroline. Oh. Ba, ba, ba. Mm-hmm. Do you know the song? No. Oh my goodness, you do not know the song? Okay. Pause it, baby. I'm gonna need Wait, who's by whom? I don't even know who sings it. Alright, let's tell the people by whom before okay, we Okay, so we're doing Neil Diamond. Neil I don't know any I don't know any songs by a person named Neil. <laughs> I want I wanna I don't know any Neil Young. I don't know any Neil Armstrong. Alright, baby, let's let's listen to it for two, at least a minute. Remember when high school? Did you ever see High School High? 
Uh, it was Louis Armstrong's brother, Neil. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. All right, we're going to react to this. So we checked it out. I've definitely heard this song in like movies. But no, I've never listened to it on my own. Okay, baby. All I'm hearing from this is that you're judging my taste in music. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Hey, who is it again? Neil Diamond? Neil Diamond. Yeah, I don't, I'm not even... I've heard the name. I'm not, I'm not familiar with his music. Neil Diamond. How would you characterize that? Like, um, folk, folk rock? Kind of folky. That's a funny word. It really is. It's folky. It's such an... Especially if you say it twice in a row. Folky, 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 folky. Like, it just seems like an awkward word. Like an awkward. Awkward. Awkward's also a weird word. It is. There's so many words out there that once you say them a couple times, it's just like, what the hell is this word? Paper. <sighs> paper. Because I'm looking at paper that you have I read, there. I read a meme the other day that it hit me. It says, have you ever thought that maybe we just don't know how to read and we just memorize the homeless of words? Yo. Uh-huh. Except that doesn't work because how would we keep learning them? I don't know. We've just met How Yeah, how how would we, um, I don't know. There, there's, there's like new, uh, I guess. I don't know. I feel like reading is a system of memorization. I don't think that, I don't think that works. Because uh. you're memorizing the letters. You're memorizing how these letters interact. You're memorizing the fact that English does not always follow those rules because it draws from so many languages. Mm -hmm. I before E except after C. Is that true though? Almost every time. Uh, Almost every time. Like receive, conceive, uh, deceive. Yeah. Um, Receipt. Yeah. Huh. But see, I think it works that way. Because of those words. The way they're it all sounds. Yeah, they're, they're all eption words. Eption? Reception, conception, deception. Uh, damn, I had a word that, that you know, does the, does the um, C-I-E. The word is... Uh... But I, I, I guess I only really see that with, like, people's names. What's the word? How many words break the I before E? Oh, there's, it is calculated that um, hmm, I before E except after C that there's 128 words that had E, I, or I, E in the spelling. E, I, or I, E? Uh-huh. Okay, that's not quite as helpful, but uh, what are some of the Wikipedia. yeah? What are some of the IE ones? Wikipedia's not really helping me. I'm sorry. Some of the EI ones that aren't EI EI. Uh oh. Rain. R E I G N. There it is. Hmm. Fain. Switch Believe. the R for an. Believe no. Oh no, ceiling. Yeah. Ceiling. Uh huh. Rep- no, that's IE. Receipt. Yeah. Receive. Yeah, I said those. Ceiling. I said that one. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. 
Neighbor. True. Way. True. And wait. And wait. And nay. And nay. Wow, baby. We're connected. Hi. English is funny. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of saying all this to say it's just I don't know I, and I and I guess I I'm only you know I can only really thoroughly talk about my own experience, but I just hmm. I don't know I guess and and I can't I certainly can't blame just the gifted program, but I feel like the, the teachers just had higher expectations. The it it, it seemed like. There was always just one way that we're taught to do something, yet we're expected to have to, you know, to innovate on 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 top of that. You know, I I, I definitely feel like I grew up being being told a lot. Uh, you have to do it this way. You have to do it this way. You have to do it this way from like all directions, and then suddenly being expected to come up with three new ways to do it. The fuck. I t- you told me this is the way. <laughs> and I think that's what I think that's what hindered a lot of people in our generation. Hmm. The fact that I, I was watching a couple videos on this too about generations Y and Z and how how Z seems to have come up a little more independent than us hmm. in some ways. How we were kind of always told about the self, you know, to worry about the self. And yeah, I, I would I would argue that our generation definitely did come up, did was raised to be a little selfish. And how it appears that Gen Zers are, are more about like the collective. Um, I don't know, I've, I've, I've just seen, I've seen a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people a few years younger than me. Especially who are on it, who are trying to be entertainers, just get their shit together a little a little faster than than a little sooner than like people to with whom I went to school. You get me? So I, I don't know. I feel like we were at that that just weird crux of uh, that that really transitional period where I mean, granted, I'm I'm really glad that the video argue it's from the take that I, I love the take. A great channel on YouTube. Um, the take. Yeah, I really, I'm really glad that they argued that our generation did kind of pave some ways, and we took a lot of arrows for Gen Zers to be able to, you know, have a streamlined go at it mm. at certain things. Um, as as I mean, every every generation has its impudence. It's it's you know. Oh, you're old, or oh, you're too young. We everybody does that. Everybody tries to act like somebody's too young and somebody's too old. Every everybody does that. But I, I gotta, I mean, I gotta give them some credit. I really do. Cause, um, like I like I said, a lot of, I mean, think about a lot of the entertainers I know. Um. You know, like the East Hoodie Group, mm-hmm. uh, Jay Khalil and Ruthless Geo and all them. I mean, they're like, they're like 18 to 21. Yeah. The kids. Basically. And they, they, you know, they, they got a group, they got a, or kind of, kind of like a collective or whatever, a label and shit. Hmm. You know? Um, what's it called? 
And I just, I, I saw like a lot of people with, again, closer to my age, just closer to our age, just kind of struggling for longer. And, you know, so many of us followed that whole college is the way and then struggled after that because, you know, we didn't really know. Life is something you got, you got to fucking figure out for yourself. You mm-hmm. really do. And school is not, school does not anywhere near, school doesn't even begin to fucking scratch the surface. I think school should be providing education on how to build credit scores. Absolutely. How to not trust credit cards. There should there should definitely be more life skills yeah. and less, we don't, like, every single student does not need no motherfucking algebra 2. I'm still waiting to use the fucking Pythagorean theorem. High key. Um, the only real life Pythagorean theorem application I have to date is trying to figure out the distance when I, back when, back when we lived in the old neighborhood, trying to figure out the distance using, basically using Pythagorean, using, um, try, trying to figure out the, the B and the A of getting to the, the big entrance from the end of my block. Did you figure it out? I did. It was years ago, though, so I completely forgot. But I worked. I, I did work it out. That's literally the only application, the only real-life application that I have for Mr. Pythagoras. Mm. So, yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff. There's several classes that feel like they should, they should be, you know, several required classes. Like, because if something's AP... Is AP. You you take it if you you know you take it if you want to, but like, like say four years of four years of different types of literature, There's in in high school that. there really isn't. Um, basically two years of two years of whatever, and then uh, American literature and then British literature. Why <laughs> we can condense that or just do like the front end of the semester and then or the front semester and then the back semester. You know, the later semester, use that for, hey, here's where, here's ways you'll be using this. Or, hey, here's, um, let's, let's teach you how to write some, let's teach you how to draw up some resumes or how to write application letters or like applications for grants or applications for like government programs, you know, stuff like that, stuff that people use every day. Mm. That a lot of people, a lot of people could use. A lot of people that a lot of people could have used in school when they were having geometry shoved down their throat. And I, I say this as a person whose math is good as fuck. Y'all know me. <laughs> I like geometry. Geometry was the only math class that I got an A in. Geometry was cool. I did better. Oh uh, no, I lied. I also got you know an A in both of my statistics. Hey. One and two. My stats is also good as fuck. That's what's up. Hype. You know, stat, stats I crushed. Yeah. Um, I like statistics. Algebra was cool. The thing with geometry was that... Uh, geometry, the teacher was just... Uh, like... You had to really keep up with them. Like, I, I, I remember having a few, a, few, a few classmates who struggled. Like, when my sister had him later on, she didn't have him for geometry. I think she had him for, like, a lower level. But it really showed that he's not, he's not that good a teacher because she really struggled in his class. And I'm talking about, again... Friends of mine, while we had him, and we were getting and we were getting A's and B's in his class, were talking shit on this dude. Damn. Cause he's just he's he's kind he's a mediocre teacher. 
Wait, that's that's the huge. That's what makes a difference. The teacher makes a huge difference. Absolutely, you're there to facilitate understanding. Mm-hmm. If they don't understand, that means you didn't teach well. Like, and I understand also the fact that you got six classes, in some cases eight classes. You know, I remember when I was um, I used to have friends um who went to, what was it, Southwest. I don't know if this is the case now, but at the time, they were having eight classes, and they were having block schedule. Did you ever have that? Block schedules? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have eight classes? Oh, no, wait, no, they had six, never mind. We had six. No, never mind. It was, it must have been, it might have been a show that I was watching then that had eight periods. Gables had eight when my sister was there. I see. Yeah, but we had six. Okay. Um, I remember they were suiting up at Killian. They were suiting up for some big changes with like eye prep and shit like that. Um, as I was graduating, so I my class didn't didn't have to deal with that shit. But <laughs> no, we just had regular all six classes every day. Um, Wait, you had six classes every day? Yeah, we had no block schedule. Six classes every single day? Yeah. Oh no. Is that, is that that form? Yeah, I mean we had. Evens and odds. That's the way we. That's block. That, yeah, that is. I understand. Yeah, that's block schedule. But yeah, I'm just saying we didn't. And homeroom every day. No, our homeroom was our first period. Yeah, homeroom. We had we had our separate homeroom. We we'll, we had we'll be there for like half an hour, and then we'll start off our day. See, that was we had that in seventh and eighth grade because even in sixth grade, homeroom was just first period. Yeah. But you would just do different shit, like you know, watch the morning announcements and silent read. Silent yeah. reading was crap in middle school. Also, I mean, in in school in general. I remember my junior year, my homeroom was uh, a teacher that I later had for, actually, you know what? It, it was first first period, homeroom. Yeah. So sometimes they'll be like, just go to homeroom, we'll go back to our first period class. Yeah. Um, But it was a, a math teacher. Oh, my God. I forgot his name. But he was a good math teacher. Okay. I actually was able to understand math with him. That's what's up. And he had a lot of... Uh, he would always start the day off with one of his crazy things his daughter would do. Oh, fun. Because he had a, like a toddler of a yeah. daughter. And um, he was co- one of those comicals. And it was early in the morning having math. And he was like, why would you want to take math early in the morning? And then he'll be like, because you have no choice. Ah. One of those deals like that. Um, I remember his class was right on top of the entrance of the main school. So every now and then he would get upset at someone and just throw his eraser out the out the window. I'm trying, it, I'm trying to picture it this. It would land on the top of the, the roof of the entrance. Uh, so he would open, go get it, and then come back in. He's like, all right, as I was saying. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But he was a good teacher. It was a fun class. That's what's up. Um, <sighs> and when did you have it again? I'm sorry. That was junior year. But like for what period? First period. Mm. I remember uh, senior year, I had world geography, which was basically the most sought after class in 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 the school. Uh, oh yeah, because of the po- the teacher's popularity and how you know how he teaches. Oh. Um, I wanted to be known that I keep telling Cyrex to become a history teacher mm. because of the way he he does like all the amendments. Can you imagine? <laughs> you about to, you about to start singing uh, uptown, or. Downtown. Da, 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 is it downtown? Da, 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 da. Is it uptown? Downtown is Macklemore. Uptown is Mark Ronson. Yeah. Yeah. So, we got some topics for y'all. 
What have you been doing for the past hour? I mean, but like, you feel me? We got some topics for y'all. Not that we bored you with the silent reading for an hour. Let's get ready to go into first we did block. The, we did the fun side first. <laughs> now we're gonna... Now we're going to get into the fuckery, into the madness. Into the fuckery. All right, so let's see. Who do we want to talk about first? Oh, let's talk about the Nazi-loving lady. Oh, yeah. Because... Now, for those of you who, if you believe the Nazi-loving lady, you might think that the the actual Nazi-loving lady is, is, her, is her opponent, who she keeps trying to accost. <laughs> At every fucking opportunity, trying to talk about, oh, uh, debate me, debate me, debate me. First of all... Once they get you in a debate room, once she debunks all your points, all you're going to have is getting louder. Yeah. Come on. We'd, we've gotten to know you in the couple months that you've been in office. Uh, of course, we're, we're talking about the one and only uh, Marjorie Tater Green, as, uh, Tater. as the damage report re- referred Tater. to. Marjorie Tater Green. That was oh, the shit. Goodness. And who was it? I forgot the guest they had on. Last um yesterday, but uh, she kept calling her Marge, which I couldn't. That was my shit. I like that. Marge. I absolutely like that because it almost sounds like it seems like an episode of The Simpsons in which Marge Simpson is just fucking up left and right. Oh goodness. Ay ay ay. So, Marge Green. Oh my goodness, where do we even begin? God, first of all, this is a woman that her parents have aborted her, gone to Planned Parenthood and gotten rid of her. What is that face? Yeah, you agree. It's like one of those things like... I love this still too. Like this, this really explains a lot. Like on the left, we have somebody who actually has serious shit to talk about. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez from New York 13, or is it New York, New York 14? Um, you know, the one who will go outside of her state to help people in need. Uh, you know, the one who was raising money with the guy who should have won the 2018 Senate race, Texas Senate race. <laughs> um, while the guy who did win the 2018 Texas Senate race was spending time in Cancun. I forget his first name. I'm pretty sure his, pretty sure his first name now is Cancun, right? Yep. <laughs> Cancun. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, as Trump would call him, the, the murderer's son. My Jesus. Yeah, the, the, uh, Trump would call him the JFK guy's son. The JFK guy? Yeah, doesn't he, hasn't he um, accused Rafael Cruz of being involved in JFK's murder? Has he? He has. Oh my goodness. Blasphemy. Yeah, that's why people are so surprised that that Ted Cruz ke- keeps keeps knuckling down to him. But anyway, um, well, that's because Ted Cruz is a kiss ass. Yeah. Ow. Oh, you okay? Yeah. Don't break nail. Don't break. Right. That 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 was not your fault. That one. That one. I partially witnessed out of my periphery. That was not your fault. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Because I tend to get like the the scolding. Don't pick your nails. Yeah. <laughs> because you do. I do. <laughs> So yeah, she um this the, there's the there's the whole 2019 video that came out. Uh um where she's I mean 
At the very least, she's not this abrasive on the house floor most of the time. I'm just saying. I, I, that is not behavior to condone of someone in a political position. Yeah, just harassing somebody I'm like sorry. like it's you're not. like you're like you've been trying to sell them. It's as if it's as if um, AOC kept, kept um kept saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm totally gonna buy the subscription. Yeah, yeah, just come by my office this time. That, that's, that's how it seemed. That's how they were, that's how they were, they were attacking her. Yeah. Listen, Alex, they're just calling her Alex because they think, because they think they're cool like that. Yeah. Listen, Alex, um, I came by the office this is the fifth day in a row and you haven't been here. You told me you, you told me I could come by. No, she's talking about. I'm an, I'm an American citizen. I pay your salary through the taxes that you collect from me through the IRS because I'm a taxpaying citizen of the United States. In other words, uh, I eat food because I'm hungry. And I, when I get hungry, I need to eat some food. Like, <laughs> come on. Jeez, it's. Yeah, I don't I don't blame AOC for saying that for saying that Green is deeply unwell and clearly needs some help. You know, she, um, this is too much, but, but we seem to have found a too much point, a point of too much, if you will. Uh, okay. I'm gonna pull up this NPR article. Here we go. So, uh, Marge Green. Marge? Yeah, she was doing, she was doing. She sounds like a character from The Simpsons. Right. Marge Green, she's uh she's she's Marge's uh she's Marge Simpson's uh doppelganger, evil doppelganger. So, um Oh, that's right. She did the whole she she um everything is the Holocaust with people, everything is like jumping to the most extreme thing. Especially with people who have no real argument. Especially people who have no real education. And that too. So uh, she came through talking about I forgot what what show she went on or whatever, talking about how it was. Wait a second, where is it? Yeah, okay, this is the one, where she was talking about how we're having to wear masks and all these COVID nineteen safety measures are akin to how Jews were treated in the Holocaust. And and talking about the whole yellow stars thing, calling gold stars. Yeah. First of all, a gold star is something you give your kid, uh, some some you give a student in class because they got an A or something like that. At least that's how it was when I was in elementary school. Right. A yellow star is what they put on Jewish people during the Holocaust to distinguish them, to humiliate them, to make it easier to discriminate and harass them. Discriminate against and harass them. Also, they were hardcore persecuted. A lot of them just murdered for just being them, for just be for just practicing their religion. Kind of the way that the GOP followers and the QAnons are persecuting those mask wearing folks. Ooh. Isn't it? Get you try to get into fights with them. Yeah. Uh throwing drinks at them. Oh. Like I some I think some elected official or some shit. Uh, threw, was throwing drinks at people because, like, you know, because his wife got into an argument with, with somebody who 
who was was uh was just eating and wearing a mask, and the wife's all you know talking reckless, getting in their faces like. Again, I don't know how people in power are the ones that are behaving this way. Why are we condoning this? Why haven't we done any anything or and an everything in our hands to remove them? Because they keep getting elected. The the fucked up part of so a democracy is, the- is if is if you can deceive enough of the people and make them want you and tell them that you're the one who's going to solve all these problems that you created for them. So this is the part where I'm very huge on compliance. I love the idea of compliance. And I love the idea of policies and procedures being there in place to avoid challenging situations. This is the part where you need to start looking at any any policies or procedures that you have in place about these elected officials. And the moment they start breaking protocol or making the country look like it's run like a bunch of animals by a bunch of animals not like a bunch of animals both both um get them out i think that would have been i'm so i'm honestly so glad you said that because this this is gonna be a good one i think that would have been a lot easier had reconstruction been taken more seriously i agree i feel like this whole the whole effort the reason Reconstruction really failed was because it was it was kind of doomed to fail in the first place. Like, some of Lincoln's plans were already too easygoing. Then Lincoln gets murdered, and now we have Andrew Johnson, who's literally a fucking Democrat at the time where the Democrats were kind of the worst or second worst party in the... Nah, by then the know-nothings were gone, so they were the worst party. And he sympathized with slave owners, um, with, you know, just the South in general, the white, the white people in the South, that is, mm-hmm. the Confederacy. Yeah. And even the war Democrats, their whole thing was, okay, so when we win the war, we're going to get them back in the country quickly, right? Mm. It was really just the radical Republicans and even some of the moderate Republicans who were... We have to treat these people like fucking traitors because they're fucking traitors. But this whole idea of... I think, I think where Lincoln also went wrong was failing to recognize the, sec- the secession. If he, like just saying that these guys are just like rebelling, it's not a real secession because they, they don't have the right to secede. Mm-hmm. Like, if you would have thought that way... And follow through with good policies, I would have been like, okay, whatever, splitting hairs. But the fact that he took that a little too extreme, he took that a little too extreme to the point where we're talking like he kind of treated the Civil War like a like a like a fight between brothers. It wasn't. It really fucking wasn't. During that time, like the the old the old republic, as you guys have heard me call it was really states that didn't see each other as one country. Everybody, like, during that time, people would say shit. They, they wouldn't say, I'm from America. They would say shit like, I'm from Ohio. I'm from New York. I'm from, I'm from Georgia. Well, that's kind of like us when we don't say we're from Florida. We're from Miami. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you allow me, I'll be like, nah, I'm from down south. Right? Hey, I like that. I like that, baby. <laughs> Um, what's it called? The, I'm from the 27th and a half state. (laughs) 
How do you have a half state? Look at the Dakotas. <laughs> Dade County. Dade County alone has more than D- the Dakotas put together. Yeah. I'm going to make sure right now that I'm correct. <laughs> 2.7 million, according to a 2019 census report. 2.7 million. So let's keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. 2.7 million, and now we're going to look at North and South Dakota population combined. Combined, uh, wow, they call it the Megacoda. 1.6 mil. The Megacoda? The, the, I believe, most populous county in Florida, which is, I believe, the fourth or fifth most populous state. Uh, has more than two states put together. Oh. Tell me again how they weren't admitted to the Union as two separate states so that one political party could maintain control despite being despite having a minority? Mm. Tell us. No, we talked about that already. Let's <laughs> let's go into that though. Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney's pissing me off. Oh, what happened now? Liz Cheney's being stupid. No, you know what? Liz Cheney's staying stupid. Why? Because remember how... Remember how it was going to look... You know, we were on this cusp of like... She has the potential to actually be a good Republican. Despite all the bad shit that she has agreed with Trump on. All the bad shit that she disagreed with Obama on. Rather, all the bad shit that that she wanted to do that Obama... Some some of the things he was for, some of the things he wasn't. And um, what's it called? How, you know, the shit that her, her dad did with Bush. Because as much of a warmonger as Bush was, he is, he is a peace... He, that nigga is a peace Democrat compared to Dick Cheney. So, let's talk about how... Um, oh, wrong article. Damn it, where is it? No, I'm on the right one. So, let's see. Oh, okay, I get it. Because this article is both about Green and um, Cheney. So, Kevin McCarthy. he He's against all the shit that um, Green is saying about the Holocaust and... He said, Marjorie is wrong, and her intentional decision to compare the horrors of the Holocaust with wearing masks is appalling. Let me be clear, the House Republican Conference conde- excuse me, condemns this language. I mean, good job covering your ass, uh, Kevin, but you don't really care. You don't really care one way or another. One way or another, mm. you don't care. Yeah, he's just like, one way or another, I'm going to win you. He's looking, he's looking at, he's talking about the house. Um, so, with uh, Liz Cheney, she was the number three Republican, the, the Republican uh, House Conference Chair. That's the number three position behind Majority Leader and Majority Whip, uh, Kevin McCarthy and Steve Scalise, respectively. Mm. Now that person is, is Elise Stefanik uh, from New York 21, who generally wasn't even that big a Trump supporter until she saw an opportunity. But we talked about that already. So, with 
oh, no, that's right. It's an Axios article that I pulled up because she because the dude from Axios, he was getting real. Fr- Do you remember the dude from Axios who was getting frustrated with Trump? Uh, he was getting real frustrated with Liz Cheney yesterday uh, or whenever they did that interview. So what happened during the interview? So she is talking about he because he brings up and this guy is Jonathan Swan. He brings up how, you know, all the voting laws. She she's basically trying to trying to talk about, um, you know, talk about how the big lie is indeed a big lie. There is no way with all the truth that's come out, with all the truth that was always out, really. There is just no way that Trump won the twenty twenty election. All this all the big lie is is that a big lie? Okay. But. Oh God. She's then she's then she's kind of well, when Jonathan Swan is linking the big lie to uh, all the Republican voter suppression bills that have come out this year and since the election. Uh-huh. She's, she's going into... What's it called? She goes into GOP mode. That's what she did. Basically. She went into... She G- went into she's loyal like, GOP mode. She like, went into good daughter mode, too. GOP. She went into good daughter mode, too. Ugh. I bet her daddy would be proud of what she said on that show. Because she can't see, she can't see the direct correlation, or she alleges that she can't see the direct correlation between, um, between all the, all the, uh, the voter fraud so- seeds that were sown by the Republican Party over the years, and especially by Trump, mm-hmm. and now all these voter suppression bills. Oh, she can't see it. She can't see it. Oh, somebody take it to the eye doctor, please. What's it called? Like, um, she's thinking of 2000. I love that. She says that she'll never understand the resistance to voter ID and said that there's a big difference between uh, the fact that the pre- uh, a president who loses an election after he tried to steal the election and refuses to concede and voter ID. All right, you going you gonna to finance all them voter IDs? All right, I'm with you then. If you're going to pay for every single motherfucker voter ID in Wyoming, then yeah, I'll shut up about it. And, and, oh, and convince convince all, like, at least... At least one Republican in every single state to do the same. And then I'll shut up about it. Mm-hmm. Other than, until then, stop playing, Liz Cheney. Come on. Stop playing. And she, then she had the nerve to, com- to compare this shit to Al Gore. Ugh. What's it called? And she's talking about how when he conceded, he did the right thing for this nation. Yeah, did the right thing. To, like, so, so let's talk about who did the wrong thing for this nation. Getting uh, John Roberts and Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett involved in in a fu- in a fake fuck ass recount. Mm-hmm. Come on, dog! Like nobody's gonna convince me that Al Gore lost Florida in two thousand. Nobody, nobody's gonna convince me of that. Mm-mm. Um, that's all I got to say about Liz. <laughs> oh, I have a correction too. Oh. Last week, I, I accused... Jim Jordan is already a piece of shit. Jim Jordan from Ohio 4. Uh-huh. He's already a piece of shit for the things he did while he was at... I think it was Ohio State. Basically, while he was, while he was one of the supervisors... When he, while he was one of the head coaches of the wrestling team. And letting that Strauss guy touch a bunch of, a bunch of student-athletes. Mm-hmm. Um... But he was not the one who said the whole. Uh, I would I I wouldn't have I felt I felt completely safe because those were just uh, those were just patriotic Americans. Now if it would have been Black Lives Matter and Antifa, then I would have been scared. 
That wasn't him. He's definitely said said shit that bad about that topic. But that was actually Ron Johnson, the senator, the, the Republican senator from Wisconsin. I don't know how I feel about Tammy Duckworth, the Democratic senator from that state, but I don't envy her that they have that they both have to call that they both have to call each other co-senators. Um, he says unemployment benefits are not meant to replace, uh, to provide replacement wages that was provided during COVID when it was nobody's fault that they were losing their job or they were being encouraged to stay home so that they wouldn't spread the disease. Yeah. Because uh, the reason, the reason he's coming up again is because I love the headline. Ron, Ron Johnson complains about downside of paying women enough to afford childcare. He's basically saying, you know, let's actually let's actually get into some quotes here. He was being he was being uh, interviewed by somebody named AJ Bayapur from WK, WKOW. Um, he wants to end the three hundred dollar federal benefit to unemployed workers in Wisconsin, and that was that that quote that I just read was his defense. So, so the, uh, the journalist says, what about the argument that the situation is kind of shining a light on some out of control costs? Like the, the fact that, um, what's it called? Wages have not kept up, but childcare costs have gone up. Inflation has continued to go up. Mm -hmm. Rent and shit. Cost of living has continued to go up, but wages don't. Mm -hmm. Preach. Mm -hmm. So this motherfucker. He says that wages may be rising too quickly. He says businesses pay wa- what wages they can afford based on the competitive situation, whether it's a restaurant, manufacturing, they're com- whether they're where they're competing against foreign manufacturers. Dude, shut up. <laughs> businesses pay what they can afford. No, they don't. Also, I love, I love the, like, how powerfully people have turned, like, how powerfully politicians have turned people against people in favor of businesses. Uh, Capitalism. Yeah, because everybody looks at themselves. When, when, when people get to those appeals, they're like, put yourself in the, in the position of that poor corporation leader. That poor billionaire. That poor billionaire who has a house that is bigger than, uh, you know, your one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, he has to... Now he has to... He has to sell off two of his cars? No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, I'm taking... I'm borrowing a little bit from the exaggeration that South Park was doing. Uh, so, I like this. Any decision about pregnancy is between the patient and their doctor. Hell yeah. Please send me that. Commodities go up and down, and you have a temporary increase in prices that are coming back down, whether it's gas prices or lumber prices. Rent's not going back down. Property values aren't going back down, really. Mm-mm. Uh, what's it called? Just a lot of things are not going back down. Then he says, increase in wage r- rates ratchet up that... Wait, increase in wage rates ratchet up, and that creates permanent inflation. That's false. Uh, Permanent inflation is not a thing. Yep. It just keeps inflating. It, it it's gonna it's gonna inflate or deflate. Like it's not. <laughs> he can't make up his mind. That's the thing. 
It's the prices are going to go back up, but then they're going to go back down. But then if you do this, you're going to create permanent inflation. Like, that's just what the marketplace does. And then he wants to, he's not only calling for an end to uh, the unemployment benefits, but he's saying that, wow, he's saying that we have a witch's brew for all, with all the ingredients for stagflation. Look, the, the, the stagflation, I don't know too, too much about what happened in the 70s with stagflation, but there were a lot of global factors that contributed to that, including an oil crisis with OPEC. So that was definitely not just America in the 70s. Come on, dude. And, and he's like an old man, too. Like, he was alive during this time. Um, does he come from a good family? Probably. Yeah. He wasn't he one of the ones with the whole six dollar uh six dollars an hour and that was like the shit? Yeah, because you know, his he probably got his first house from daddy. He didn't yeah. have to put a down payment on that. It was already paid off when he, he seems got like it. He came from money. <sighs> or if not, maybe he came from like a middle class family and you know, during the time where you could where where you could where you could have that's another thing, is that those were times where you could have one income in the house. How many, how many households, you know, that, that don't have six digits are surviving on one income? Rather, how many households that don't, that, that, that don't cross into six digits are thriving on one household income? You get me? Like, yeah. all right, um... So in addition to uh, attempts to keep the poor poor, uh, there's also attempts to keep the uh, uninformed uninformed. Yeah. So. Keep the misguided misguided. Basically. Keep the idiots as idiots. I I feel like that's America's slogan. Stay stupid, stay broke. I like that. So, as the, uh, it says here, as the GOP seeks to suppress classroom lessons about racism and slavery, parts of academia are aligning with their right-wing rhetoric. Mm. UNC is now drawing backlash after denying Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist Nicole Hannah-Jones a tenured position. Um, I actually, oh, okay, never mind, this article is just giving you the video, but I did watch this video. Um, and what was it? It was um, basically just just uh, kind of just kind of showing the whole this whole desire to to keep keep the ignorance, maintain the ignorance. Um, it's unusual for such positions to be awarded without tenure, apparently, and it it just kind of shows University of North Carolina, which is also her alma mater. Um, what's it called? Caving. Yeah. Basically caving with, um, with this whole notion that teaching more about slavery in this country will just make children hate their country. Like, think about it. Do people hate Germany? Isn't Germany like doing up there with kind of the best it's ever done? I mean, granted, you know, pandemic consider, but prior to the pandemic, weren't they doing well? Germany... Unlike the U.S., it's accepting the mistakes that happened. Bro, I wish a nigga would. I wish. I, imagine if Germany tried to downplay 
uh, the Holocaust. America would be up in there. Yeah. Quick. America would be up in there today. Yesterday, matter of fact. 1946, matter of fact. <laughs> we would have been on either side of the Berlin Wall along with the Soviets being like, nah, nah, nah. You ain't gonna play with us today. Uh-uh. uh-uh. I, I love this, though. Um, uh. Texas GOP passes bill to ban critical race theory, and they're saying stop blaming white children for slavery. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Who is blaming white children for slavery? We are blaming white adults, especially powerful white adults. Yeah. For perpetuating what slavery left behind. When slavery ended, people didn't just become all gung-ho about equality. People people didn't just become, oh, you know what? Black people are pretty alright. Black people are awesome. Black people are absolutely awesome. I think, I think, I think everyone's awesome. It's up white people. We don't care for them. I'm kidding. The thing about the thing about uh, races is, no race is entirely awesome or entirely bad. That is true. That is true. That's absolutely true. There's great white people. <laughs> Sound like great white sharks. Yeah. There's great white sharks. There's great black people. <laughs> There's great Hispanic people. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. But let's see. Let's see some of the stuff they're saying here. So, House Bill 3979. The bill ensures that students learn one race or gender is not superior to another. Huh. So, are they they going to learn how historically... People have not treated, have, have not acted that way in America, especially people in power. Uh, but some Democrats say, uh, some Democratic critics say it deliberately omits that white Americans created such racist institutions and laws. State Senator Brandon Creighton joined GOP backers in in supporting the bill to focus on the ideas that make our country great. Like what? Come on. Life, we're, we're pretty iffy on that. Liberty, we're very iffy on that. The pursuit of happiness, we're really bad at that one. Because, but you know what? I think we're really bad at the pursuit of happiness because of the mentality in this country. The mentality in this country is you work, uh, it's one of those that you, you live to work. Yeah. Versus you work to live mm-hmm. kind of deal. Does that does that make sense? Absolutely. Um, I myself, I mean, I, I, I know, I know I'm a workaholic. I am. But I also have traces in me where I can be a perfectionist. I try to be as best as I can. So that makes me a workaholic. And that's a problem. Um, but I'm working on it. Are you working on yours? So... This bill also says, requires history to be taught through diverse and contending perspectives without giving deference. So then do it. I love the face that you 
get. I feel baby like if you were to run for office and you were in the middle of debate and somebody comes at you with some bullshit, you would give them that same look. Like, Hell then yeah. do it. <laughs> and then and then I'll sit there and and then they start. Why, why are you giving me that face? I'm like, no, 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 no. You're gonna finish that. You're gonna finish that, and I'm gonna give you a big ass fucking rebuttal. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going to take it now. I want to. I want to hear where your stupid ass is going. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's the thing. I might, I might also curse. Yeah. Can you imagine debates were like that? <laughs> First of all, I know the seven words I can't say on TV, so I'm not gonna have a problem with that. Uh, shit, piss, cunt, fuck, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. You can't say tits on TV. Apparently, uh, although I'm pretty, they've taken liberties with tits and with shit. So tits is such an ugly word, by the way. Is it? I think I've told you a few times. Yeah, like you have, word. but. I don't get it. it it's, a, it's an ugly word. I think it's the way that it looks. <laughs> it just sticks. I don't, I don't follow that either. It's a house. So you, so you don't like Tostitos? You can't spell Tostitos without tits. That's it. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home. Tostitos. Yeah. Can't spell Tito's like, without tits either. <laughs> That's true. It's just that this, oh my goodness, this fu- this stupid little wording. And then this guy, Steve Toth, he has the nerve to say that critical race theory is not even referenced. And this is how they always do it. It doesn't even mention critical race theory anywhere in the bill. This, this bill isn't voter suppressive against black people because black people aren't even mentioned. It's because, pe- it's because racists understand subtlety too. Some of them, some of them do anyway. Yeah. The races who get into power, they understand subtlety. Mm. Remember how people were like, during during Donald Trump's campaign in twenty sixteen, there were like people virulently defending that he wasn't a racist. Because he has, oh, he showed he showed y'all. He has Jewish grandchildren. Oh, not that. Just that just was to, that was some people's arguments. He can't be wow. racist. He can't discriminate that's against. True, he has that's Jewish true. That's true. Grandchildren. And Ivanka converted. Ugh. Hey, I mean, more power to y'all, but oh, not 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 like that. Not like that. <laughs> Freedom of expression, you know. Not like that. Oh, true, true. Freedom <laughs> of religious expression. But remember, establishment. Congress shall not pass any law uh, supporting any institution or religion. Hey, remind me uh, next week when we do our, our episode. Uh, next week we need to talk about what's his face who came on uh, on on an article on a on an interview saying how you have to swear on top of a Bible because you have to swear on. You sound a Bible. just like him. What's his name? I don't remember the his guy name. The with the bull haircut. He, was... he looks like he has a bull haircut. Did, did he? He, he like... was He was on Jake Tapper, and Jake Tapper shut him yes. down. Yes. I'm an, I'm an elected official. Oh, no. I swore on the Bible. I'm an elected official. I swore three uh, times. Yeah, yeah, Joseph. Yeah, yeah. That's right, your choice. We don't got to talk about him next week again. Yeah. We just did it today. <laughs> yes. I can't remember his he name He was a now. staffer for Roy Moore. Oh, my goodness. Roy Moore, Stafford, Jake, Tapper. Yeah, I will never forget that shit. Yeah. Doesn't he look like he was one of those little whiny kids with a bull haircut, though? He, he looks like he's still that whiny kid. Without the bull haircut? Yeah. Let's get let's get some of that, actually. Let me let uh, me turn this up. Are you ready? I got him. Oh, I you got, got it? Okay. Yeah. 
doesn't think uh, a Muslim member of Congress should be allowed to be in Congress. Why? Uh, under what? But, under what provision? Because of the you have to swear on the Bible. You when you you when you are before. I had to do it. I'm an elected official, three terms. I had to swear on a Bible. You have to swear on a Bible to be an elected official in the, in the United States of America. He alleges that a Muslim cannot do that ethically, swearing on the Bible. You don't actually have to. Before Jake Tapper destroys him, I, I do, there's always been one, one part of what he said that fascinated me. This guy, there's levels to racism, y'all. Yeah. There are many, many levels. This guy's on a lower level than he seems like because he at least acknowledges that Muslims have ethics. He does it in a really weird backhanded way, but he's kind of doing it. So, I mean, I'm, I don't I don't think this guy's a good guy. Who is this guy? Ted Crockett. Ted Crockett is a racist name. Ted Crockett sounds like the, the, the brother that Davey was ashamed of. Like the, the one that he went to the Alamo to escape. He said he, he was like, at least if they take me down here, I don't have to go back. I don't have to go back home and hear that idiot talk about how Mexicans are. And then he got killed. Uh... David, I'm, I'm now. Yeah, I'm now creating this narrative. Davy Crockett's brother was a racist. Oh, Jesus. To swear on a Christian Bible, you can swear on anything. Really, I don't know if you knew that. You can swear on a Jewish Bible. I don't know if you knew no, that. I swear on the Bible. I've done it three times. I'm sure Jay. you have. I'm sure you've picked a Bible, but the law is not that you have to swear on a Christian Bible. That is not the law. And he's just stunned. You don't know that? I love the blinking. Have you seen the blinking? He's That's just the like, shit. I know, I know he reminds me like the cartoons that we need the ding, 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 ding. Right? Quick, quick, how, how they do the the whole like with the flutter they do kind of a taco 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 kind of a kind of a sparkling sound when he when we made him president because he's christian and he picked it that's what he wanted to that's what he wanted to swear in on ted crockett with the more campaign good luck tonight thank you so much for being here my panel will react when very impressed with Jay. thank you sir okay this was in december of 2017 okay i'm like why is he saying merry christmas oh uh, <laughs> uh, yeah yeah Jake Tapper got a got a clean got a, he got to clean his shit up though. Yeah. Jake Tapper has some fucked up opinions about uh about it. that nigga will defend Israel uh-huh. and Israel's government seems like to the death of him. So yeah, you need to you need you need to do better. You need to do better, Jake. We need to do better. We need to fucking stop voting for idiots. That's true, but the thing the thing with this is that. There's a surprise, I mean, not surprising. There's so few politicians that are like, that don't see the Palestinian government as terrorists. Yeah. Like, um, what's it called? The, 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 the I, and what, from what I've been studying, it seems like the, the pro-Israel sentiment was much stronger, of course, right after World War II, because they had just almost been, ex- almost been exterminated. Hmm. but then there was like supposed to be a divide that that land was supposed to there was supposed to be part of that land the west bank and the gaza strip were supposed to be bigger than they are and that was supposed to be that that was supposed to be their palestine and the rest would be israel and jerusalem would be split between israel and the west bank 
Um, it just seems like Israel has just occupied more and more of the West Bank over time. Uh, I don't have a lot of information, so I'm gonna I'm gonna you know I'm gonna end my I'm gonna end our coverage of that I for right it. now there. <laughs> um, but thank you guys for listening to us. I think we're gonna close it out there. Okay. There were a couple things that uh, we we still want to talk about, but we'll we'll, we'll bring them back. Well, we'll before we end, I do want to say that uh, today marks the one year of the oh, yeah. George Floyd George Floyd's murder murder at the hands of evil, racist, uh, just bigoted police officers who were there to protect and serve, but not to protect and serve him. Um, I've been reading that apparently President Biden's going to have his family over for dinner. And a lot of people are like, they keep treating George Floyd like a hero and they're completely missing, completely missing the situation. That's why I just rolled my eyes at that. Like, it's cool. It's good that he's talking to them. And it's good. It's good that he was talking to them even even while he wasn't president. Yeah, it's, that's he's, good. He's had a continuous communication with them. But um, you I, need to strong arm Chris Coons and Joe Manchin and Chris let's keep in mind that the police reforms that are currently underway are stuck in Congress right now. That's what I'm saying. They he were supposed to be already out and done and voted on, and they have not. So just throwing that out there. Be mindful of who you vote for. Just because Cyrix is a tad bit darker than me, does not make him any. Does not make me any less delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> you know, just just throwing it out there. You know, be nice with one another. Um. Also, Biden, you have the potential to be literally the most popular president of this era because of what's in your hands. Stop trying to get everybody to like you, man. You see what the people who voted for you really want. You see what even some of the how some of the people who even voted against you want some of those things too. Get to work, bro. Like Mm-mm. It's awesome that you delivered on COVID. You could have delivered harder. You could have made, you know, could have made $15 minimum wage a part of that, but it's evident that you didn't want to based on the fact that you didn't strong arm Chris Coons. Mhm. Let's keep it real. Chris Coons is basically uh, his his proxy in the Senate. That's the that that's the he's the Delaware senator, the senior. I believe he's the senior senator from Delaware. Uh, and that's the that's guy kind of the guy who who speaks for Joe Biden in the Senate. Um, step it up, just step it up. You have you have the keys to the kingdom. You have more power than you think you do. You got to stop acting like this is just a, like this is a whole fucking like bureaucratic holdups. Tell these niggas you ain't playing with them, man. I'm just saying, talk, do what you're doing, but maybe talk a little more like Trump or a little more like Clinton. Bill, not not Hillary. Hillary, Hillary wanted too bad for everybody to like her too. Um... He, he, you know, talking about how you want to be the FDR of this era. You're not putting in the work to do that. Nope. I'm not convinced. You know, you... But, whatever. We're, uh, we're, we're four months in. We're four months in. And, um... 
just because things aren't, you know, looking as good as they should be, you, you could strong arm harder. Get them, get them, get them dukes up. We know you work out. You know, give them that fade. Give them that two piece. Give, give, them, that, give, give them that two piece with a biscuit. Give them that two piece. Two piece. Two piece. <laughs> give them that two piece. What's it called? Original Delaware recipe. <laughs> Mashed potato on the side. To show them what 36 years in. No. Full, mo- full circle moment. Talking back about KFC again. Right? <laughs> yeah, give them, that, give them that $5 box. Tell them keep the change. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Be sure to follow at the Freak Show Podcast. Follow Cyrex MC. Follow Super underscore Elsie. Follow Mama dot Elsie dot Flan. And be sure to put some sweetness in your life. Woo-wee. And some fun in your life with us. True that. <laughs> we appreciate y'all listening every week or every other week, however, however often you listen. Just make sure you listen more because this is that sweetness and spice that you need in your life. That's a bar. Yeah. That was that sweetness and spice that you need in your life. What? Ooh. What? What? Oh. Yeah. Oh. And with that. Got me on the speaker. What? 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 As we go live with the Freak, freak Show Jam. What? As we go live with the Freak, freak Show Jam. Damn. Damn. Wow, that was painful. I tried to do that. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. <laughs>